on Space Station. We are back with the Space Station podcast, and we're here with the returning guest, my lovely brother here, Calvin. Calvin Weiner, the you third. Now you feel me? It's an honor to be here. How you feeling, bro? Feeling very blessed, very happy. We're you know, I'm privileged to be here today. This episode was supposed to happen early in the week, but you know the little snow squall and all that bullshit. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, when it snows, I'm not coming outside, bro. And we, we could have done it that night, but you know, I was like, shit, man, it's snowing, man. I'm in, I'm in the crib with it. So understandable, but yeah. you gotta be safe. Better safe than sorry, so. Hell uh, yeah, but we here today, and that's For all sure. that matters. Well, uh, what you been up to lately, man? How you, how you, how you feeling? I mean, I've been feeling great. Everything is great. I can't complain. I'm just working. The same, the same with me, just working, keeping busy, taking care of what's important, and just growing and growing and growing. Or are you doing anything for the holidays? You get, you get a girl something nice, get your mother something <laughs> nice? You know, I definitely got to take care of my people. Even though I'm not very, like, Christmassy, like, Christmassy spirit kind of person. Neither I'm really, I'm beaver. I'm not too into, but I definitely, you know, love to give people gifts. I, I, I like that aspect of it, the gift-giving aspect. You feel me? I love to give to my people. So I'll probably, you know, give everybody a little something, something, you know. That's about it, though. Where I don't really celebrate the holidays or none of that either. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. I bought myself a fucking mattress this morning. I was like about to get a little gift for myself, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Investing in your health. You Hell know? yeah, man. Good got, sleep. Good got, sleep. Got, I, I, man, I, you'd be surprised. I tell people every every day, you need sleep. Sleep is essential, and I'm glad you got a mattress, bro, because that's essential. You need sleep. You need rest. Hell yeah, I got one of the fucking uh, memory sure. foam joints, you know what I mean? Got Tempur-Pedic? It's not Tempur-Pedic, but it's, you know, some shit. I got one of those, so I could, I, I, you, bro, you your, sleep, nice? your sleep gonna be immaculate. Word. You're gonna be waking up feeling rejuvenated. So I, feel, I feel like I'm a mattress promoter right now, but no, nah, truthfully, nah. though, you're gonna really notice a difference, even in your sleep pattern, truthfully. Because I ain't gonna be out, I'm gonna see my little ass twin mattress, man. I, I was like, nah, it's time to upgrade. You know, got me a little queen size joint. Know what I mean? It's time to level up. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's all about the level up. I need yeah. some roll around space when I bring the joints through. I need, I need some, I need, I need room. You know what I mean? I gotta do my thing. So I have to be queen. <laughs> but you already know, bro. Other than that, um, so, so. As far as work, like what work you been putting in? Like, I feel like work, of course, like my natural, you know, my normal jobs, meaning like my nine to fives. So, no, it's not nine to five, but, you know, we categorize like nine to fives. Like, you know, just working at the nursing home, working um, with the youth at the shelter. Yeah, yeah. Like my manual labor jobs, my, my you know, my jobs that I do t- to make a living. So I've been working a lot in regards to that. But then, of course, of course, my involvement, my spirituality, my my faith based faith based practice, you know, I'm very, very, very involved and devoted to that as well. So, like, I'm all over the place. Like, I wear a lot of hats and wear a lot of different titles in different places. So, like, I'm constantly on the go. Like, I haven't had a when there's times when I actually do have a day off that I don't even know what to do with myself because I'm so not used to having off. You just so used to just, just being on the work. go, just operating and just moving, you know, because. I feel like I got the good health now. I'm young now. Take advantage of it now. You feel me? He said, if you be faithful over a few, he'll make you a rule over many. So, like, that's my mentality. I'm trying to, like, you know, if I could show forth my faithfulness to the little that I have, then when greater comes, I'll be able to handle greater. Well, I don't read too much of the book, but I definitely respect it. Um, I think last time you were here, you wasn't really... Well, you, you was working at the shelter. Yeah. But, um... Now it seems like you've really been touching the youth, pause. Like you really been 
actually speaking to these young dudes and all yeah, that. For sure. I mean, absolutely. I mean, as I've increased and as I have grown, like my platform has gotten greater. Like I've been held more responsible for over more. So when it comes to the youth, and I feel like today, like it's a dire, like because I feel like they're at risk and nobody's really out there really mending or building that bridge, that that relationship gap with them. So I feel like it's one of my essentials and I am a youth advocate. So I advocate on the behalf of our youth. And it doesn't even have to be a youth in a clinical environment. It doesn't even have to be a youth in a structural environment. Like it don't have to be in these structural environments where you I advocate. It could be just on the street. I'm playing ball and see a, a young in there that may be going through something. I could just pick up on it and I just spit them game, give them knowledge, give them or no, just give them an ear. Cause so many times we so big on preaching to these kids and beating these kids over the head with what they should do. We not even taking the time out to hear what they're actually yeah. going through. So and a lot of these niggas that's telling what these young niggas to do, they not, they never did themselves. Yeah, that's the sad part. I was going to ask like, what are what are some things you've been seeing like every day as you going through like what how like. What are these kids going through? Like, you got you got I mean, bring some awareness we, we, to what's going we, on. We definitely dealing in the Lehigh Valley. Most importantly, we're dealing with a lot of homeless youth. Believe it or not, homeless youth. There's a large population of human homeless youth in the Lehigh Valley that is being neglected and being overlooked. Because, oh man, I'm about to get real political in this place, but I'm really not. But let's just put it like this: our governmental institutions that uphold that department aren't holding up their bargain. They're not holding up their bargain of the deal. They're not out here providing proper shelter and homes and environments for these kids. Like a lot of these kids are lost in the system. A lot of these kids are lost in foster care and all types of different cares, but they're being neglected. See, like when you bring that up, that reminds me of Charles a little bit because he was so used to being in and out, juvie and all that. When he came home, he ain't really never had no home. He was at my crib or he was staying like wherever he could sometimes. Yeah. You um it's like a survival mechanism. You just begin to you grasp to what you know. It's like a like they go into survival mode. And I feel like right now with the weather being so treacherous and it being so cold out, like anybody you know that's having parent child that's the root yeah. of a lot of it. Parent child conflicts. A lot of kids not seeing eye to eye with their parents and their parents ain't seeing eye to eye with the kids. So there's a lot of kids that aren't homeless because they don't it's not because they don't have it, but because of the disconnect at home. They don't want to be they're, there. They don't want to be They're exploited around. to homelessness and they're couch hopping or bench hopping or going from house to house. They don't really have nowhere to go. So I say in a season like this, if you have a friend out there that's going through it at home and if you have the the resources or you have the, the terms to definitely open your home to them because it's a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot of sex trafficking. That's a real thing yeah, right this, now. That shit. That's yo, a real thing. I know you seen that that Carol girl. Yeah, how she, yeah, yo, That yeah. was ridiculous. Shame, shame on Carol and thing, Sanchez. And the thing about situations like those is like it tarnishes any other's credibility of reporting it, it, that. Exactly. So now when somebody's actually being kidnapped, yeah. we're gonna be now we're gonna make jokes of it. Well, like some the, people are yeah, it's like with the boy that cried wolf. He kept on crying it, to the it, village, the wolf was coming and it didn't come and then ultimately they stopped listening to what he had to say and then boom the wolf came. Mm -hmm. So definitely that That well, shit was ridiculous. Definitely had to be more conscious and be aware. Sometimes we gotta take out the times out of our day and stop being so selfish and so self-centered on what we got going on 
and actually took take a look around in our environment and see what's really going on around us. Yeah, because we miss a lot of signs. There's a lot of warning signs that come our way that we ignore because we're so caught up in our own personal lives. Yeah, apparently, like her mom, she wanted to move them back to Honduras, so maybe she, her mother saw some things like she just didn't want her around. But her being sixteen, yeah, being naive, naive, wanting to be rebellious, yeah. stage a, a kidnap, knowing this is an epidemic going on right now. Yeah. And then you got you date you sixteen dating a twenty three year old, and on top of that, how you let niggas put hands on your mother that way? I ain't watched the whole video. I just seen like when they ran. Wait, like, I don't really that like video watching shit like ties that. Ties to that situation? Yeah. See, I didn't. I'll be honest. Bro, I didn't know. Had the whole push her mother. I don't know if they really wow. hit her. I heard like she might have got hit. But this, how do how do you allow that? Like when we got in the video, just like oh, like damn, who, who the fuck? Is, why y'all hit my mom like that? That's crazy. Why y'all wild out so 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 crazy? <laughs> Like, if you really ain't want to go to Honduras, like you could, I think you could have came up about with, it different ways. Yeah, you could have went about it a whole different way. You used a, a epidemic that real women a real life crisis are being affected by. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of that's going on, so that's another thing to be aware. Of. I would say right now, homelessness and sex trafficking with our youth population. That's the population I advocate for. That's what I deal with, so I can speak upon oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Those are the risks and concerns, the high risks and concerns. Women, young girls, and not even just young girls, boys too. Young boys being trafficked too. So we gotta, just because you a boy, you 14, you, your nephew, your cousin, your little brother, 14, 12, 13, don't, you don't just be having him out here roaming the streets like it's that. Exactly, because it's sex trafficking, organ harvesting, it's all, all types of different crazy shit sure. going on that's not really Absolutely. being handled correctly, I feel like. But yeah, man, bad joke on you, Carol. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I know the, the whole the whole New York is looking looking at you like what like what the fuck is going on? I know I know I am. But, uh, and now you've been working on oh well the success of Forty Days Forty Nights today it's uh, hit over a thousand views now. How you feeling about that? I mean I'm grateful. Very grateful. I'm very grateful. I'm I'm, I'm thankful. <laughs> For you letting me be a part I'm of it. I'm just grateful because it actually it exceeded my expectation. My whole expectation was like, if I get 500 views, I'm content. Like that was like a goal, but that it exceeded that. But not just that, not just the number aspect of it, just the interactions from people, like the responses from it. I was like, we're really touching people out here. So kudos to that. Or and then you got a fucking what is cow's cold on the way? Yeah, cow's cold. That's the next installment. That's my next project. Um. What's so unique about this project is I want to say when it comes to myself, I want to say I'll be in denial, but sometimes like I have a hard time seeing who I am because a lot of people see who I am, yeah. but I don't, ref I don't really reflect on myself like that. Like I don't look at myself how others view me. So like I'm, I'm, a, type of I'm, I'm an inspiration to a lot of people from what I've been told. So I was like, okay, 40 days and 40 nights wasn't really to be inspirational. That was just telling my truths. Mm hmm now with Cow's Code, it's going to be more tapping into that inspiration, the motivation, the principles and core values I stand on. Cow's Code is like my code in ethics, loyalty, uh, work ethic, discipline, you know, just common humanistic traits that we idolize, but not just idolize, but actually live in them. Like I, I operate in those and give you a little taste of what helps me accelerate forward and you know, deal with everyday adversity because 
None of us are exempt from everyday adversity. We all go through stuff, but it's not about what happens to us. It's about how we act. Wow, what's going on with us? So. Yeah, I was going to say, who, who are you working on that video? Who, who's doing the video work? I mean, of course, you already know that. That's a no-brainer. That's Miguel. Miguel? That's know. just my go-to, honestly. Like, like I said, I think I said this on your platform before. Like, we got a connection. That's my brother. I bet I'm betting the house on him. I don't gamble, but I'm betting the house on him. Like, he, he, he has an eye for what I see. And he brings it to pass, so I'm I'm grateful for the relationship me and him have. So it's yeah. definitely gonna be shot by him. Yeah, what's, what's, what's been up with him lately? I ain't seen him in a little while. To be completely honest with you, I know as much as you know. Oh word, damn! <laughs> I know as much as you know. You know, cause sometimes, bro, not that we we purposely do things, but like real life is going Everybody on. Everybody has their own life. Yeah, everyday life is continuously going it's on, and we just adapt yeah. every day, and we try to make we try to connect as much as we can. Well, me and you, I think we pick off every time where we left off at. We don't communicate or communicate. Like, oh, damn, like, bro, like, I ain't see you. Or like, what, what have you been up to? Like, but nah. Just we like, just pick up where we left off on and we keep it pushing. You feel me? That's just, we young adults and we we all out here trying to establish ourselves. So I, I don't expect nobody to be up under me or checking on me 24-7. I mean, of course, you know, a tap in here and there. Definitely appreciate Because, you know, sometimes it feels good to be known that people thinking about you. Mm -hmm. But ultimately and overall, we, we got to understand that we all growing individuals going through life. And we're learning life every day. So that's just my goal. Yeah, it's a fact. You know, I've been trying to do my own thing. I'm definitely trying to get this, this space network media shit popping so... Yeah. When Cow's Cold come out, man, I, I want to I want to put it on the channel. I mean, uh, oh, one of the avenues. Now, I mean, okay. bring my audience, see what see what y'all got not, going on over there. That's not a problem. All right, definitely want to get that working. Definitely. From what I remember, Cow's Cold was originally yeah, it, it was yeah. supposed to be a little mixtape. No, definitely. Just like Forty Days and Forty Nights was supposed to be a mixtape. Oh yeah, yeah, that was too. Bro, I, I'm telling you, like a lot of my projects originally were based off of ideals I had from the past. But the thing about it, it was, I would say for myself, I was just going about it in the wrong way. I thought it was that way, but now life is showing me that I can still use that idea, but it's not going to be used. You can transform it. Yeah, and like, just because I ain't rapping on the mic don't mean I don't have the same impact speaking on the mic, you know, or just, just speaking my truth. And even then, like, even with like my little music phase, like, I always knew authenticity self. So. Like, I'm not one of these people, and it's going to avenue into our next subject matter. Like, was. I never was, I'm not into saturated. I'm not into what the people like, what the masses like. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm here to tell you my truths, and whether you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. That's it. Word. So, like, a lot of people, like, um, they see that you made this uh, transition in your life. You was, and we, you was in the streets. You was mm -hmm. fucking with us, doing whatever we was doing at that time. We not into bullshit now. We grown. And then you become a Christian. Uh, I seen that um, post you put today. Was that yeah. like a a year today? Thing yeah. Um, today actually makes my fourth year being in the walk that I'm walking in this walk. And it's honestly, a segue into the next. Time. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely. So, uh, no, it's just today is just a great day for me because this is the day of my rebirth. I would say for myself, like if it wasn't for December twentieth, two thousand fifteen. There would be no Calvin that's speaking on this microphone right now. I wouldn't be articulating myself in this manner. I would not be conducting myself in this manner. There would be none of this because I was true. on a whole different mind frame. Like my mindset was different. My attitude, my demeanor, my posture, like everything about me was different. And I think that's what just blows the minds of others to actually legitimately see somebody legitly 
transition from one to another. Yeah, I don't want to just throw you in that in, in that bucket though. I think we we, we got you doing something. We we might have been doing this, but in a different way. You know what I mean? But I, I feel like uh, I'm glad you you're on the path for almost definitely. But mm -hmm. I don't want to just say that uh, like you you wouldn't have been just. No, but like you the, just would have been another nigga. But I, the only reason why I say that though, bro, is honestly because think about this. Put this in the context just real fast. Yeah. I don't want to go too far away, but I just want to bring this thought here. These last four years were very vital four years for me. I'll never forget what Judge Ford told me at my, uh, at my sentencing here. He told me just like this. He said, young man, like, I don't gamble. I don't bet. I don't partake in anything like that. But I can bet the whole house that if you step foot in any Lehigh County Courthouse courtroom, you will do the bare minimum of five years in state prison. So why I be so praising, happy, and thanking God so happy and be so, like, go lucky with it is because I know what I was up against. I know the odds I was up against. I know the battles. I know those traffic stops. People don't know, like, I could go so deep. There's some things I still have not yet shared because I just feel like it's not the time for it yet. But I'll give a little right now. I'll never forget when I was going to I was going to church, bro. I was still in the street. I was straddling the fence. I was playing both sides. <laughs> I was playing both sides. I was going to church. I was getting still getting high. I was still in the mix. A lot of our friends and bros and stuff, not just putting it on them, but they had beef. They had ops, bro. So I was still clutching on my pipe. I was still holding on to the strap. I was still concerned for my life. Cause I didn't know what would go down at any given moment. But not only was that, I had issues with the law at the time. I'm, I'm getting pulled over. By not just Allentown Police Department, I'm getting pulled over by Caddy Police Department, I'm getting pulled pulled over by state troopers. I'm in here like I'm the fear of going to jail is very evident because it's I'm having you never know when I'm having law or how to I'm having police down. contact. I'm legitimately having police contact. And the thing about it, people feel to realize like once you a felon and you in the system, bro, the minute them people run your name and they see what you about, the whole energy shifts. That whole it could have been a simple traffic violation would turn into a full-fledged search. Bro, you know how many times my rights probably were violated because they were over oh, the guns at. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget I had a family around that time. I'm talking about I'm still kind of going to I'm going to church, but I'm still, still like in street, still in the street. I had to went to a baby shower. And you know, Hispanics, we and people, we not just Hispanic people, but like I went to a Hispanic baby shower. They um they had put the the decorations in a mason jar. Okay. So when I got pulled over, they popped open the trunk and there's like, oh, what's these mason jars? Where's the weed at? Where's where, where the uh, dope? You know? It's fucking so you know, uh, like, bro, I'm having real life experiences like this. And I'm not going front, bro. There was times where I did the dash, like high speed, because I knew what I had on me. So I wasn't stopping because I knew in the back of my head, if I get caught with this, I'm cooked. Yeah. So that's why I blame you, bro. That's why I be so like. Praise, happy, and thankful, and rejoice, and say, if it wasn't for this, where would I be? Because that jail cell was knocking on my door, like yeah, it was waiting on you to get cozy in that yeah, motherfucker. You know, and how many people do we know? And like, how many people does the audience know have fell victim to to the, the police system? State of Pennsylvania got the highest incarceration rate, got the most max capacity prisons. People do maxing out doing bids in the county when they should be sent up top, but it's so overpopulated, they can't even send them upstate. This real life facts. PA's state, how many people on parole? You can name five people you know on probation right now. If they're not on probation, they on parole. 
Honestly, I can't. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah these but, days, I can't. These but days, I can't. I'm just being honest because you just, there's so many people on, in PA that are on parole, that are on probation. It's well, so crazy. Free my man, Zeta Cannon. He was on the last episode it's we just crazy. did. He was going through some legal trouble. He's doing his little time now. Free him. That's pretty much. But, you know. Make a couple other people, but yeah. I ain't mad. Yeah. So, so that, that leads to the point I was going to make. So, yeah. people see that you made this transition in your life. Mm -hmm. They might think, Hey man, this nigga he probably wasn't real gangster, or he might be like, oh he not really about God or any yeah, of this yeah, shit. Yeah, for sure. So this is like the thing with um Shiggy and Blueface. Yeah. Apparently now comedians they can't be rappers, and or rappers can't be, be comedians. It's like I feel kind of what Blueface was saying because it's like. Once people know you for something, that's what they label you. Yeah, as. they label you as that. That's what happened with um, the, um, what's this dude from Philly, the young boy, forgot. Fresh. Him. Yeah, fresh. Yeah. Happened with fresh. Um, I said the thing about Fat Boy is like honestly, like I fuck with Fat Boy. Don't get me wrong. Like mm -hmm. if nigga ever hears, it's probably not. Um, yeah. you were like you're known for doing comedy. Yeah. Now I mean, so like you're a funny nigga. So we we see you as just being a funny dude. So when you start talking about gangs and street shit and, and rapping. Yeah. It's just like a whole three seconds, like wow. Like, but at the same time, to Shiggy's defense, it's like, or to any of them dudes' defense, it's like you don't know what they're going through. I know Fat Boy, he was a real nigga in, in Irvington, like, now mm -hmm. I mean, Shiggy, you don't know what he was going through. So like, I felt like what Blueface did was corny. Yeah. How how, did, how you feel about that? It, I mean, I feel like you can't put nobody in a box, and that was one of my biggest things as as an individual. Like, I do not. I'm not no one trick pony. You're not just going to know me for one thing. I'm versatile. I got yeah. many different gifts and talents. And just because you know me for one thing don't mean that's who I am. You know, just because that was an avenue for me that was, it worked or people, you know, that's what I was received by or associated with. That don't define my character. So if I want to just say one day, for example, like, bro, right now with you, I could kick it with you on some cool tip. We could talk about urban, everything that's going on in the urban community. But does that discredit me that when I go into a professional atmosphere, that I'm not knowledgeable on what's going no, on no, in that professional man. atmosphere? So, like, that's that, what I, that, diversity, I'm, I I, I'm all about diversity. I'm all about diversity. And if you got multiple talents, who's to say you, you can only shine it in one light? That's some real hater tip, though. Yeah. They go front. That's yeah, a, I felt like Blueface was being a hater. That I feel like that was real some hater. I, I don't agree with it's him. It's like you, bro, Like, and I'm not saying this in a, this no slack or shade or nothing, but that's like you. You doing a podcast and you decide you want to do art. No, Lamar, you got to do You got to do podcasts. Yeah, like, no, nigga, I'm going to do Who says, if I, if who says do you can't paint? Basquiat, nigga, I'm going to be Basquiat. So, like, yeah, now we not entertaining them. Yeah, we not I, I felt like I was very corny, and I did fuck with Blueface at one point, but yeah. his shit recently, he came out with Lil, Lil Duval too. It's that popularity, bro. You know, clout sells in that industry. So, like, anything to give you a headline in in that realm of showbiz, bro, is like free promotion. But, yeah, it was like his demeanor though. Like, I, I thought it was a skit, but he was like, he was dead ass telling bro, me, bro. You like, know, when you become rich, you become arrogant. And though you say you humble, your actions show forth what you really is. And I feel like he made hits, not in my eyes, but to the world's eyes. You know, mm -hmm. the world love him, so he wouldn't be where he's at if the world didn't love him or buy it. They ain't buy into what he got going on. But ultimately, what makes him so credible to dictate 
what exactly. I do and don't do. Same thing with his fucking weird ass manager, Rocco and Hunter. So. That's why I heard he got he got the beats put on. <laughs> Not that I condone black on black violence, but you talking about niggas not legends. Like, nigga, what, did, what have you done to be a legend? Yeah. Like, well, who classified you? I've I seen that. That had a lot of people in uproar. Um, I definitely seen I, that. I was, because I, he, he denying, like, um, he ain't not much happened, but yeah. at least somebody, like, you needed you needed a little asshole. A reality, like, a yeah, reality, a reality check. check. That's what yeah. I should say. I should choose the word better. He, he reaped what he sold, though. That's what a lot of things too. A lot of them entertainers though, bro, they fail to realize like they be saying stuff, but like they be forgetting that like nobody's invincible. Anybody can get exactly. touched. Exactly. And you gotta stand on what you're saying. Like if you out here talking that like it's anything. If you out here talking something, bro, you better ten toes about it. And that's one thing, like you talking about me, not trying to put it back on me, but like with the streets and the church is like when I was in the street, I never professed to be the most gangsters. I never professed to be the most savage. Right. I never professed to be the biggest gunslinger. I just held down what I had to hold down. Yeah. And it's, that's my same approach with the church. Like, okay, I'm here now. I arrived and this is who I say I am. So I got to be about it. So I don't really care what people really think about me, though. Yeah. We left that alone. I, well, I left that alone. I, I believe you did as well, but I feel like I left that alone back in Derrick High oh, School I'll back in 2010. To, no, in okay. 2010, I stopped worried about what people thought about me a long time ago. Like My name been put in mud. My name been spoken down upon. Even with me walking in such a positive figure to many, people still downplay me. So it is what it is. You can't please everybody. You think Takashi cares about what people think about him? Nah. You don't, you don't, you don't think he cares? I, I think he cares a little bit. Especially I mean, after being sensitive to I, two years. I mean, I believe he's sensitive to it. But at the same time, I don't think he really cares. Because he's he's about himself. True. And the acts he just committed show that he cares about himself. Yeah, and but that's the thing that's being toes down. It's like, what are you going to rap about now? You got to do this. He didn't stand on what he's what he speaking about. Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. So, so it's like... But that you know that's the consequences he gotta face. That's become his reality. But the thing about it though is we live in such a world that don't care that I believe he could live in Europe and still make music. <laughs> and be you, cool. Do you like but do you think like this this supposed so. ten million dollar deal he's gonna get, do you think it's gonna come to fruition? Like he's gonna he's gonna come out with bangers and hits. He's gonna be received bro, positively. Bro, the world loved him then. And the world gonna love him still. I, I I'm not saying the hip hop culture like I'm not I'm not I'm not saying he's gonna be able to go on one of the bigger the bigger platforms that represent hip hop. I'm not saying yeah, because I know Charlamagne and Bannon from yeah. the Breakfast. I'm not saying that, but you best believe that there's some billionaire out there that's starting his own record label that has nothing to do with nothing that's just trying to get his feet wet that will invest that in that young man. There's a lot of opportunities and loan and sharks in this world, bro. And when money's involved, bro. People saw their soul, their integrity, and he could make you money. Cause I'm telling you, bro, they like they still listen to his music. I never been to the club. I haven't been in the club. I don't even. Last time you, you last time you been in a club? I never been to a club actually. Well, was, like, when's the last time you like you been to like some shindig where it's like he's getting crunk and everything? I mean, you know, my little when I was visiting my Hispanic side when they be having parties, uh, okay. party, you know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But yeah. like. Me, like yo, I'm popping out tonight. I'm going to the spot. Like I was probably like 18, so that was probably like five years ago. Five years ago, or... but what I'm saying though is, cause I hear, don't just because I'm not in the, those atmospheres, don't mean I don't hear about it. 
Because I have a lot of people around me that get into stuff like that. So it's like, I still hear about what goes on out here. So like, what I'm saying is, I hear that his music still plays in places that people would thought it would be forbidden. So I'm just saying, I just, not that I'm a fan of the young man. I don't really stand on what he did. But nonetheless, he, I, I, I'm just saying, I believe, believe it or not, he still could have it forbidden. I ain't going lie. Only Puerto Rican niggas listen to Kashi. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, I love, I, I, I love my Puerto Rican people. They my people too. I don't, I don't really hear nobody else listen, listen to that nigga. I'm just being real. I just feel like people still gonna listen to him. I'm just being honest. Now, I'm not downing it neither. It's just like, I don't know what the content of your music is going to be now. Because niggas know you snitched. Now you're doing the time for it. It's a measly two years. But it's it's just so... I don't, I don't know. I, I just hope... Like, I don't wish no death or, or I don't wish no jail time on nobody. No ill will. Know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't wish no ill will. We, I just hope he could find some way to sustain his life now. For sure. After he's done with his sentence. <laughs> that, that shit's ridiculous. Um, Another motherfucker that same day, Trump, you've been paying attention to the Trump impeachment at all? Um, impeachment? I mean, I mean, I heard about it. I haven't got big on I, I like, to be honest, now that's one that I can tell you wholeheartedly that I really stay away from. I stay away from politics. Yeah, I don't really get into it too much either, but it just like... you. But no, like, but you know, that's national news. That's major yeah, news. Like, there's no way that you live in the United States exactly. of America and not hear... And like, not I got talk no, about it. Either. I got a notification from like Apple saying Trump was impeached. So like, that's viral news. That's everywhere. So, yeah. uh, What people don't understand impeachment is yes house of representatives successfully voted to impeach him it but it's was a like process 237 to 197 i believe the vote was but the senate still has to make a vote in january and the senate is all um major is majorly consist of republicans so mm -hmm. it's going to be tough for them to come back yeah and get him all the way out of there no i mean so it's looking like he might stay but impeachment does not mean you're immediately not president anymore. Absolutely. And even still with impeachment, Mike I, Pence. Yeah, we'll step so up. Yeah, it's just like a, yeah. a double-ended sword. Yeah. I know... Um, with poison. A lot of people... Because, you know, when it comes to politics, I hear a lot of people's opinion on that because a lot of the, like, the atmospheres I be in, a lot of people have real strong political perspectives. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're working with the community, you're working with people or humanity people's views and political beliefs and all that comes to play like you gotta you gotta take the time out to consider those things but i know that the man from my personal perspective he got everything coming his way i mean if he was a just karmically upright, yeah if he was a, if he was a just upright man he wouldn't be facing the troubles he's facing right now exactly that's just my opinion on it yeah like I, i'm like I can't even say I'm hoping he does. We just got to see what happens because, yeah. like I said, Mike Pence, he's, it's not going to be any better. It's not like there's going... Well, 2020 election is coming up. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. out of office like, anyway, yeah, so that's why. So, we might, we might have some, you know, some good luck, but Pence, who knows what he could do in a little time. You know what I mean? True, he man. might be worse. He yeah. could be better. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Well, I'm we, not really a politician. Yeah, I don't get into politics, man. Mm -hmm. But... Shit, you you been watching any basketball lately? Yeah, I've been in, I've been in tune for the most part, especially this year more than last year. I've been watching the league. I mean, 
You know whose story though? I'm gonna be honest. I've been hooked on. I've been on Carmelo's story. Have you? I'm oh, glad yeah, to see man. his Great redemption. Comeback. I'm glad Carmelo. I'm glad to see him on the floor. Got that guaranteed deal. I, I'm glad to see him balling out there. That's just that means a lot to me because I feel like he's one of the big front runners for our generation of basketball players, and him being out there and still performing on a pretty good level. Like it's not like he's not out there scrubbing it. You know, sometimes he lack with defensively, but. His he still he can still get his twenty points. Yeah, he's, he's still doing you know, it. He's you know, couple eight rebounds. And one of the last games, I forgot who they just played. He was he was he showed out defensively. So he still got game in him, and I'm I'm happy to see that. You know, um, I definitely watched the first half of the Lakers and uh, Lakers Milwaukee and Bucks. Bucks game last night. I was you know, I was definitely rooting for the Lakers. You know, I was definitely rooting for Bron. You know, I, since a child, since he came into the league, I've been a diehard Brown fan. Yeah, I know so, it was like one eleven, one oh four, and Milwaukee's favorite, all right? Yeah, Something yeah. Like that. So I mean, you know, they pulled that. They pulled. They pulled the W on their home floor as they should. But the game of basketball, it just contributed to me a lot. Like I have a, I find myself free falling in love with it because honestly, that was my first love, basketball. The I ain't gonna lie. Was my first love. Like even though so I ain't gonna lie, since. Disney Plus came out. I ain't watched a lick of basketball, <laughs> but I've been wanting to just get on the court again and just just yeah. play a little bit. Yeah, it's one of them games that, like, I don't know. The game of basketball did a lot for me at a young age. Like, it kind of molded me in a way too to the young man I am today. So that's why I just love the game of basketball. Even though sometimes I fall I fall away from it, you know, because real life situations occur. But I think honestly, you know, it's funny that we're talking about basketball. I think I'm gonna use a basketball scene in the Cows Code. Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, we need it. We need. I think I'm taking it back. Scene. I think I'm taking it back to my core, my what I really love, and the game of basketball definitely playing AU basketball, traveling, exposed me to traveling, exposed me to, it exposed me to my leadership role because I was a leader back then. It just, you know, it just the game of basketball kind of unfolded it before my eyes. So. The uh, the game of basketball, I definitely got a love for. It definitely holds a special place in my heart. Word, word. Shit, so. Under now, what's your plans for 2020? What's the foreseeable future looking like? New decade, clear vision. You know, yeah. them bars is going to come out. 2020, clear vision. 2020, man. It's a new uh, year, new sight. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's always, it's only up. I mean, it's been up, but it's going to just going up, 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 up. For me. 2020 that I can share right now that I know for I can tell tell you this for sure because I know that I know that I know that's what's going to go on. Like I know I'm going back to school. Definitely making a return to the classroom. Psychology, you said. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm going back to school for psychology. From Dr. Calvin in the near future. I'm speaking this here in existence here on the podcast with my brother Lamar Spacely. I'm, I'm supporting him, man. You Cal, know, Dr. Cal. Dr. Cal, you feel me? I'm, I'm gonna bring that to pass. But no, Ladies, definitely come, come get your prescription. Come get your diagnosis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but yeah, I know that for sure. I'm definitely going to school. Definitely gonna continue to work. Continue to work with the youth, youth outreach. Definitely continue my my faith based practice. Continue to preach the gospel. Keep continue to go wherever the spirit of God leads me. Um, just support my family. Be there for my family. Be the the head of my my family and my people. Cause I'm really realizing, bro. Like as we're transitioning into this new year, I'm realizing that my leadership, bro. You, and we're, you can make an impact, bro. You like do make impact. It's like, it's getting realer. Like, it's getting bigger. So now it's like, now it's just leading my people. Whoever it is that's going to be with me, 
And even those that ain't physically with me, but like that are paying attention to me, try my best to just lead them right. Because that's the thing about me too. Don't ever be intimidated to reach out to me. They're, I get DMs at the most, I wouldn't say strange hours because they'll be strange to others, but strange hours. People just seeking guidance or assistance or just my opinion or viewpoint on certain situations or things that go on in life. And like, I don't know, just to this audience right here, if you feel the need that you need somebody to speak to that's honest and trustworthy, that's not going to leave and go, your auntie going to hear about it, your brother, your friend going to hear about it, your neighbor going to hear about it. That's one thing I can say. I can, people truly, truly confide in me. And I, I thank God for that because don't nobody want to divorce somebody they can't trust. So. Exactly. So, and I, I can vouch for him. He's a very trustworthy man. So, man. I've been, mm -hmm. I've been very fortunate with a voice of reason, so I'm going to use that virtue. And as for me, you know what I mean? I'm getting new equipment. I'm trying to make upgrades to the brand. I definitely want to reach out to my female audience a little more. I want to expand on that, not only on the Instagram, but on the podcast and Space Invader TV as well. That's why I'm trying to get my first guest of 2022 be a female entrepreneur slash artist. So beautiful. we're going to see what happens. I think that would be beautiful. I think you should do that. You know why? Because people fail to realize that, especially nowadays more than ever, women really out here pushing the narrative. Yeah, they, they run this shit, to be <laughs> honest with you. You know, like, because a lot of men falling along the wayside and they're not really standing up on their posts like they should. So the woman really taking that post and really standing up on it. So I feel like you could reach a woman, you could reach the masses because men do things to get to women, so... Exactly. If you, like, win, if you can win the women, you can win the men at some point. I know I made a post like last week, two weeks ago, and I said I don't like I don't do this shit so I can get in bitch pants and that. But a lot of shit that I do, like this away from the brand and my personal life, yeah, I do it for, for the women. Like, yeah, I want bitches to see me. I mean, I want to be seen. You're such a flattering young man. I'm sorry. Like, I I gotta keep it a buck. You know what I mean? Like, I got my hair done last, so I've been feeling good. My confidence is at an all-time high. You feeling groovy? I'm feeling groovy, bro. So, like, <laughs> just, like, yeah, like, I, I dress nice because of women. I like to look good because of women. You sure. know what I mean? But they as far as business and the brand, I do, I want to business. be able to talk to, I want to be able to learn from them. I want to be able to, to just expand my reach, you know what I mean? Because I know there's important things with women going on too yeah definitely there's a lot we can learn from women exactly a whole lot so i'm trying to definitely try and get that audience in you now i mean because i check the demographic on my instagram and it's a it's a lot of dudes a lot of you dudes my, it's interesting you said that mine is completely opposite yes it's women my personal instagram is 50 50 but on the space network media it's a lot of dudes and i i Naturally, that's the news I put out is going to cater to yeah, our shit. Yeah. So that I'm really trying to yeah. learn new things. I'm definitely trying to learn things about myself. Now I mean, get in touch with my um, For sure. softer side, if you will. Now, I mean, I want I won't say fan out, just say soft. <laughs> For sure. That's what I'm trying to do. Just trying to expand the brand, trying to grow. Um, I'm definitely trying to get on my legal show. I'm trying to get copyrights. I'm trying to get trademarks. I'm trying to get all that. I'm just trying to be a real business man. I'm, I want to sure. monetize. For sure. I want to expand. I want to meet more people. Raise I want to reach focus. out. That thing you, you pointed out to me about the school thing, I do see what you're saying. So, like, it's uh, it's all about financials thing. I'm I'm not the richest. I'm not the poorest. Yeah, but I mean, so I'm trying to make there, it way. There's definitely, um, we got to take advantage of it. 
there's definitely grants and Pell Grants and things out there for people like ourselves. You know, we may not have all, all the goods, but there's some good out there still for us to obtain. You know, so it's still around. You just got to seek it out. So, uh, you know, I, what he's referencing to, because off, off air, I was telling him, like, bro, surround yourself with more like-minded. Go to school. Get get Go into journalism so that you get externships. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely getting into journalism. Externships like and inter internships and, 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 and get involved and be around like, legitimately like-minded people that are about that. Because you know who I watch a lot? You know who one of my favorite journalism is? Stephen A. Smith. Yes, um, yo, that's he's my inspiration when it comes to I, I love me some Stephen I'm, I'm on like my freelance type shit right yeah. now. But that's all part of your discovery. You're discovering yourself. Mm -hmm. But I love me some Stephen A. Smith. That's my guy right there. Even though he be but sometimes he, you know, he can be he can be contradicting and he can be you know coonish, coonering. <laughs> I love but Stephen A. Stephen A. Know. That's my boy, and I, I respect his come up. I respect his craft, how he studies his craft. Tuna fish and coolie. So, you know, I just, that's my guy. And I, listening to him talking about the institutions and the, the schooling he went through has helped navigate him to a big media platform that he's practically carrying on his back. I don't know if you um, noticed um, Matt Barnes and um, yeah, that's what Stephen I watched. Jack. Yeah, that, that Stephen A. Smith, great episode. I listened to it from start to finish. It, this is his journey is incredible. He's definitely one of my biggest inspirations when it comes to journalism. Shout out sure. to Stephen A. Smith. Definitely. Um, Time to tell all. And you just stay devoted to your craft. And even if, just say that's not on your agenda right now, don't mean that later down the line you may not, that you won't not cross it, you know? Because I was big anti-school as well for the longest. It took me some time to soul search and really discover what it is that I want to do. But now that I'm in those atmospheres and I'm in the place to do it, I've realized in the field of work that I want to work in that I have to get an education. I have to go through the institutional pipeline. But just because I go through that institutional pipeline, I'm not going to let it deprive me of the knowledge and the experience that I've already obtained throughout my little earthly experience. So, right. Now, I'm just, definitely taking you, into consideration. You, just, you, you take some of the school and you take some of what you go and you just put it together. That's a fact. That's a fact. Want to give out your ads real quick? No, no. Um, Twitter and Instagram, I believe, is still the, is the same. It's CalHF underscore. And on Facebook, it's Calvin Winder the third. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You feel me? Oh, I know that you have an audience, and hopefully they're still listening. Um, if anybody gets into uh, uh, logo design, art design, anything like that, definitely get up with me because I'm definitely looking for a logo. I'm trying to establish my brand as well, the highly favored brand. So if anybody gets into graphic design and, you know, want to show forth your talents and your assets, you know, bring them forth. I think I believe I could connect you with a couple of people as well. And um, I'm not cheap. I pay. <laughs> I'm not looking for no bargain. I mean, his pockets is good. You feel me? So get yeah. up with me. And that's it, really. Yeah. So, you know, this has been another episode of Space Station Podcast. And we're out of here.